0: team, it's Mon and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? We'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. A quick disclaimer here, guys, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. Before we get into today's one, I just want to mention all the love that you guys gave dad's episode on Father's Day. It was honestly so overwhelming. I had so many messages being like, this is great. Can you get more people in from that age group? And so that is definitely something that I'm going to try and do from here on out. I know, like, I feel like I've got two parents and then like, maybe one auntie that would come on. But like if anyone else wants to nominate their parents for me or someone in their life that's a little bit older or maybe you're listening and you're of a a different age group than, you know, the 20 to 35s that I normally get in, I would bloody love that. Make sure you send me a message. Speaking of messages, I recently got an absolutely lovely message from you, Trent, and I was so excited. You were like, hey, I love the podcast. I'd love to come in and chat and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it when people do this. We have we were talking about this before, but we've known each other since high school, essentially, here and there, been to a few, uh, I'd say like high school parties together. Mm -mm. Thank you so much for coming in. Trent, how's your head?
1: No, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. My head's good. I feel really clear and calm at the moment in my life. Um, Especially today like when the sun's out Mm -hmm. you really start to feel like the vibes of like summer and the warmer weather coming through. So yeah today I feel good. I've had a day off so I'm just relaxing. I just caught the train down and
0: yeah yeah, feeling really
1: good. Um, Been a bit of a weird transition phase in my life at the moment um, going between jobs but um, other than that really nice today feeling really good. Cool okay
0: and I totally agree with how much the weather affects Mm. your mood. Like they talk about seasonal depression as like, I feel like it's always spoken about as this like kind of joke, right? Yeah. But honestly, when you're leaving to work in the dark, getting home from work in the dark, Mm. the difference when it doesn't start getting dark till like 6.30 is just amazing. right? Like last night we were here, we did Run Clubby and we went for a run and it was, amazing it was so good to be mm. able to just like do something after work and like oh I just I absolutely love it I can't believe how much it affects your mood
1: yeah it's like the the day longer yes. right like when you have that bit, so nice. bit of extra sun yeah and you can do more outside yeah it does something for you right like mm. I think being inside all day is something that I find quite tricky I don't know how you go with that at school like I know you get your breaks through recess and lunch and all the rest of it but I definitely find that if I'm inside for too long my brain starts just like it stops working and I'm yeah. like, I need to go out and see it. So if you have those moments where it's late in the evening, you go outside, and it's dark, you kind of have this like another hit of like, oh, my God, what's going on? You know, where can I find the sun? Where can I find that sort of like fun and play in life, you know? So, yeah, Yeah. sun is doing wonders, actually. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) And
0: that's like we know nature impacts mental health so much. Being out in nature and getting out there. I'm lucky as a PE teacher. I teach a lot of AFL as well. So, I'm outside a lot. But I'm exactly the same as you. I would struggle I would be on struggle street if I had to sit at a desk all day every day Mm. would not work for me so that's awesome there we go first tip of the bloody episode let's get outside in the sun today wherever you are (laughs) um so you mentioned your jobs yeah now you mentioned between jobs tell me a little bit about that and what's going on there
1: okay so I was late to the uni game like yep. I've only just recently finished my degree and I studied urban and regional planning. Oh, cool. um, Bit of a weird one where people yeah, are like, what are you actually <laughs> talking about? And <laughs> I actually just like, I came across planning. I was at a party just at, like a 21st. So yeah, maybe like four or five years ago yeah, wow. and I was just speaking to this woman. She said, yeah, I'm doing it planning. I'm like, what's that? And she's like, she kind of like looked outside and she was like, oh, it's sort of like everything, you know, it's, it's planning for the built environment. You know, it's, mm. it's thinking about how you use spaces of land and how you're going to develop um, spaces of land. And we essentially are the people doing all the, the paperwork and the strategy and policy development behind say uh, public parks, for example, yeah, or public transport networks and things like that. Okay. So, um, so I recently finished my degree. Part of our honours year in the fourth year, you do like a group research project and then you do a, um, a short placement period. So the university sources them or you can source them yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend who was working at a transport consultancy. So I got in touch with her and just asked, you know, is there anything going? And yeah, so I did my 30 days of placement at um, a transport consultancy. So again, inside, like a lot of paperwork and loved it, like really enjoy the work and, and, and what it's designed to do, you know, with these strategies and policies, blah, blah, blah. But I'm also, I was also, I'm also working as a rock climbing coach. Well, I won't say rock climbing, I'll say sport climbing coach and route setter. That is is is
0: very cool.
1: Yeah. That's a a cool job. Yeah, it sounds cool, right? Can you explain
0: that a little bit? Yeah,
1: so... so, over the past, like, three or four years, mm-hmm. climbing has just kind of, like, popped up in the sphere in Australia.
0: Skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even tell you how many documentaries I've watched on it, right. and I've done it once. <laughs> like, it's insane. <laughs> I went with my brother, and he, like, got right into oh, it. Oh, yeah.
1: Jaron, Jaron, right? Yeah. Jaren, yeah, yeah. I've seen him a, a little bit at Fertry the, There yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool.
0: he gets into it, too. It's, yeah, it's crazy how big it got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so I think... So years ago, the only available facilities to do climbing was like rope climbing. Yeah. So that's your traditional sort of climbing people think about. When they think of climbing, they think you're in a rope, you've got a harness on, you've got your helmet on. And that's kind of like the traditional big wall climbing, if you like. So kind of like mountaineering. Yeah. Um, where I work, which is called Boulder Lab, they have a facility in French Gallery, Clayton and Brunswick, we're free climbing. So the walls are, I think, roughly four and a half meters tall. Um, or, or around tall. pool, yeah. You get to the top at some points when you're in a little bit of a sticky position. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty high up ah, here, you know. <laughs> and then it's about you having to trust your body to get down and, and yeah. do all the movement in itself. So, yeah. So you essentially, you're trying to think of like a a wall that's probably half the size of a traditional rock climbing wall. You're not in a harness, mm. and you're just yeah, you're free flowing up the wall. Yeah. yeah, but it's more open in the sense it's like a big playground. But we don't want to play it off like it's a playground because otherwise it's a bit too wild, and safety <laughs> yeah. is obviously super important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm I'm a, I'm a root setter, which means I'm creating the climbs. Essentially we, there's a whole bunch of like holds on the wall and we pull them all off. We clean the walls and then we put a whole bunch of new routes on the wall for people to climb. And we, we grade them and we test them and we run through safety with them and make sure that they're going to be really attractive for the clients. We make Mm -hmm. sure they're going to be really good for our athletes that we coach as well. And that's the other side of that is that I'm a coach in the space as well. And I've been doing this all for about I've been climbing myself for about four years, Mm. predominantly indoors, still trying to find my way outdoors. I've just been so busy. So weekends are really packed. Um, (laughs) But yeah, but then um, setting and coaching in the space for about about two years now.
0: Wow. How cool is that? And Mm. I love having both of those things, Mm. like the planning and then the coaching and the climbing. I think that's really, really cool. I just, I remember going to Boulder Live Adventure Gallery. I reckon I've been there I might have lied before. I reckon I've probably been there twice. And Jaren was actually explaining to me like, yeah, this is what they do. Every now and again, we'll come back in and it's all new because you just pull all the bits off the wall and change them up. And then it's like a hard one and an easy one. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was honestly so hard. It's pretty tricky. Like you think you're like fit or strong in any other area i don't think i couldn't feel my forearms for like five days later it was so hard but also really cool because you're just challenging yourself and it's very much just about you i found which was a really cool thing and I know that's very like common in a lot of single sports, but I don't know. There was there's something about it. I reckon mm. so bloody fun. And I'm mm. really glad that it's, um you know, popping off, especially for someone like you who's been doing it for a bit longer. And now you can work in it and coach other people. And that's awesome. Yeah. Really, really cool. I think it's interesting. I want to come back to that point when you were talking about your degree and stuff and saying I was late to uni
1: because
0: mm. how old are you?
1: I'm 26. I'm 27 this year in about a month.
0: Right. So, so like, like, you're in your 20s. Yes, like, you're not late to uni. Right, yeah, good
1: call. <laughs> and I think that's this, like, it's it's this thing around I should have known what I wanted to go study as soon as I finished high school. Yes, exactly. And I had a pretty rough time in high school in yep. the sense that I just – I've always got ants in my pants. So, like, being in a class, like I was mentioning to you before, being inside was mm. – was not doing a lot for me and so I couldn't stay focused I was kind of like anti the system anti school I don't want to be here or I don't want to do this thing it was like it was like I was against the idea of someone always telling me what to do mm. you know I wanted to be free and make my own decisions and so school having to be there five days a week is actually a really big commitment you know especially for a, a young growing body and a growing mind as well it's really important that you're stimulated and I was not stimulated yeah um, and I'm not saying that there's any issue with public schools as such, but um, when I talked to a lot of my friends who went to private schools, they had all these awesome sporting opportunities Different where they played sport every week. Yeah, and 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 here I was, not being able to play sport, and that's all I wanted to do was I wanted to go and move my body, and but I had to be doing stuff in a textbook. Yeah, and so. I never really found my passion, you know. Funnily enough, actually, I really enjoyed health and human development a lot. Okay, and good. And so that, that's what you're teaching yeah. now, right? Well, I'm
0: a health teacher yeah. and PE teacher, yeah. so I can't. I don't actually teach HHD at the moment, but yes, I could if I yeah. if I was given the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and it was
1: those two that were the ones that. All that knowledge actually stuck with me because I liked it. When it's
0: relevant. Right, right? when it's relevant it's you love it. It's the most relevant content, which yeah. I think that makes it easier to teach, even in the junior years as well, mm. right? Like you're like, this is going to help you through your entire life. Because right. that's what kids still, right. to this day, are like, how is this helping me mm. when I get older? How is this going to help me? Why, why should I learn this? And it is so important for people to feel... I guess that autonomy over their learning and Mm -hmm. what they're doing. And it is a shame because I feel like that too, that talking to other people, they had a lot more opportunity. Not to say the school that I went to did have great extracurricular stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it was actually really fantastic. But there's still to this day probably a way to go, particularly in schools that are a little bit less funded like public Mm -hmm. schools. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's interesting. And like Mm. it's interesting even you saying, you know, as an adult, I can't sit – down in a, on a desk all day and blah, 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 mm. and I feel like that too. But that's something you kind of realise as an adult and then you think back to being in a yeah. classroom oh, all, your, yeah. all day and you're like, of course that didn't work. I was way more immature. I probably had more energy than I do now and I didn't want to sit down all day. Yeah. So I totally get that. It's really bloody interesting yeah, how Yeah, I, I,
1: I think like... I think back to when I I actually was at mum and dad's place the other day and I was looking back at all my like reports. I've done that too, it's, it's pretty so, daunting isn't It's it? so funny, it's yeah. so funny. And all of mine are like, Trent has so much potential but he can't stop moving and being the class clown <laughs> yeah. and trying to be the center of attention. And that to me was like, it screams at me that young Trent was just so bored. I was mm. like, I wanna do something more, you know? Yeah. And like, it's funny, like I read the the drama report was like, Trent should, hi- should think highly about like, think really carefully about what he wants to do and should yeah. try and pursue performing arts but at the time i was like why would i do that yeah why the heck would i do that this is just the the class that i don't care about yeah, I right stuff around yeah but now yeah. i'm like you know what maybe i needed to be in those more practical subjects to be getting those beans out you know yeah um yeah so interesting it mm. all makes sense right mm. it all makes sense when you're it you look does up. it really yeah, does yeah.
0: i think it's really important to have those um kind of out I want to say like outside subjects because they're definitely not at every single school, but mm. like outdoor education, um, that is, that's at the school that I'm at now and it is awesome. It is such a great program and there's so many schools that do offer it. I know that there was another public school near me when I was growing up that had it and I re- always remember being like, Bloody hell, I would have loved to do Outdoor Ed. I Mm -hmm. think that would have been awesome. So hopefully things like that are becoming more and more popular. Um, You know, I can only really talk from the experience that I've got in my little bubble of my world. But I think, yeah, it is really important, especially for kids that are bouncing off the walls and just want to get outside and want to play and want to learn from that environment because it's just as important, right, as the the other more academic stuff will say in our little air quotes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... On the topic of mental health, what are some non-negotiables when it comes to your mental health?
1: Yeah, I think and I want to say as well that I, I don't want to mention these non-negotiables and have people think that these are things that I just I do every day and I'm on the grind and like I hit it, I Hustle. do it. And yeah, <laughs> I'm like hustling on my non-negotiables. Yeah. But it's like they are ever consistent, have been ever consistent in my life for the past couple of years. Love that. They kind of stuck in my routine post-COVID. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of us have this time of like reflection of what are my habits, sort of what are my, what are my sort of addictions like social media, perhaps food, um, yeah, food behaviours and things like that. So so anyway, so post-COVID, my non-negotiables, the first one is moving the body. So that's very on topic of what we're talking about now. I was
0: going to say, I feel like I could have guessed that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's, it seems like a recurring theme throughout you know, in the how's your head segment that a lot yeah. of people agree with that. Uh-huh. And I think that's why I was inspired to come in and talk. And it's like, suddenly you see and understand that there's a community out there that just love to move the body, you know? Yeah. And it's it's quite a normal thing, but being able to appreciate it with people is really important. So that's why it's nice to have this conversation and be like, yes, moving is so good. It's like so it feels good. so good. And right? every
0: person that comes on here is like, they mention it in one way or another, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like totally. it's so good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> yeah. so-
1: The form that comes in for me is obviously like I'm climbing a lot at the gym. Yeah. And then on top of that, doing a lot of training because we have like just gym facilities as well as in like just a generic sort of, you know, your squat racks and 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 we do a lot of... um. It's so funny. We do a lot of, like, training our fingers and things like that. You need yeah, to, you need right? strong fingers. It's yeah, yeah. such a
0: weird thing. Yeah, 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 If anyone hasn't gone climbing, like, highly recommend going and trying it. Yeah. Then message me and tell me what your forearms feel like. Yeah. Than- and your hands, like, yeah. your grip strength. Oh, my God. it's yeah. It's
1: crazy. It's so funny, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, it's so like it. these
0: muscles you never use.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good call. People come off and they're like, wow, that was a whole body experience. Seriously. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, you don't think
0: about it, but no.
1: well, <laughs> you know. it's kind. Of, and a lot of people say it's like you are tricked into doing exercise because you're like, this is so fun. Yeah. So in those moments of pain and oh, I don't want to say pain and suffering, but just like <laughs> maybe being a bit uncomfortable with you know sore skin or sore forearms, like you've mentioned, Mon. It's like yeah, you're like I'm just having so much fun, mm. and everyone's so friendly, and everyone's encouraging each other, and you're like. You're like, why didn't I find this earlier? Yeah, you great know, great community. Yeah, really That's great community. Awesome. Um, but yeah, on top of climbing, I do I do a lot of running and riding and just general like sort of stretch, mobility slash yoga esque yeah, cool. sort of things. And um, and again, like I don't need to go out and like do the best run every time. I don't need to go out and do the best bike ride I've ever done. I just need to go out and do it, mm. and then just I guess like just build on those blocks. And I think before you choose to sort of move the body, you kind of want to check in you check in with yourself and be like, what does my body actually need? Like, mm. do I need something high intensity right now? Um, if you're sort of tired, perhaps not. Perhaps you need to just get on the floor and just like stretch around a little bit. Just like move the body intuitively and and see what comes. Or yeah. get your shoes off and go like walk on the grass in the backyard. Like mm. you're in sh- wearing shoes all day, you know. And full a little prisons. To- a little toes. Yeah, I know. Four prisons. That's <laughs> I love so that. We were like, I hate
0: full prisons. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true.
1: That's really funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's my first one. Is um, moving the body love that um my second i've got so many but Go I'll for try, your yeah, life yeah? it's okay. important i okay. love this stuff yeah so, so here. another recurring one is like the cold shower thing and i'm big on that yes. i'm really big on that it's
0: getting easy with the weather now
1: <laughs> yeah no good call good call yeah. yeah and recently actually my partner started doing cold showers from listening to your segment on cold showers oh. Like yeah, did she I had yeah. someone
0: else recently tell me that yeah. too? That's so lovely. Oh yeah. shout out to Bronnie. Yeah, yeah. Thanks she, so much. Thanks she, for listening.
1: <laughs> she was psyched and it's so funny because I'd been cause we were I was living at her house in lockdowns. Yeah. And she her family has a pool at the house oh, that's there. Handy. So I was running like a madman in lockdown and then just like getting in the pool God. and plunging every day it was the just best sprinting thing ever. Just in there yeah, like don't think about it. Don't think about yeah, it. Just absolutely. <laughs> and um and so that's been a staple for me. But yeah, Bryony's thing was she was like she was like you just tell me to do it and you just say it feels good and then you don't tell me the benefits. So thanks to you for actually oh, giving the wow. professional you opinion are which welcome. is good. You yeah. Are welcome. <laughs> and she reads shit like six nights in a row she's been on it. Oh, what a legend. Yeah, and I'll that's be the, amazing. I'll be in the kitchen. And I know it's warm, <laughs> and then suddenly I hear, oh, yeah, oh, or you can hear, like yeah. the
0: tap turn and it's yeah, like, Yeah, Yeah, like, ah! yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yep. I
1: prescribe the hot first. Yes. And then and then but I said to her, just go it though. Mm. Like I'm not a like slow burner, and I'll often yep. just start cold as well. But I said to Bryony, just, just commit yep. and and feel your just let it all out, you know? Because you do these little dances where oh you're like God. you're shaking and all the rest of it. So yep. Yeah, that's my second one, is the cold shower because you, you when you come out, you have this feeling of like your, your body heating up and like coming back. It's almost like yeah. a rebirth. You it's know? actually like...
0: easier as well. I found like during the winter, I definitely didn't do it every day. Like mm. I will not, again, It's yeah. I'm not someone that's like, oh, I have nailed mental health. Like it right. is not, I'm still working on myself yeah, yeah. every day as well. Right. But I found that when I did it, Especially when it was colder, I felt less cold coming out of the shower, Mm. right? Because you're already like a little bit cold. So then the outside temperature doesn't feel as bad. And then I was like, oh, it's actually like, I'm fine. I'm not getting out of the shower and getting freezing goosebumps and being like, oh my God, I'm so cold. It was actually more manageable. It was great.
1: (laughs) I I agree with that. And I think it's like, it's it's empowering. It's empowering then to be like, because you've just put in the cold water. You've put in the effort to do that. You come out and you're like, here I am. I've done the thing. Normally when you come out of the hot, like you say, you've still got those couple of shivers and you want to get dry and get your clothes on and go sit on top of the heater or something like that. But, yeah, completely agree with that.
0: Yeah, I had Loz on recently and she – this is another How's Your Head and she was Mm. talking about doing something that like her mind thinks she can't do every day. And that for her, same thing is – I think she's got like a plunge thing that she does cold plunges. And she was like, it's just that thing of doing something that in my brain is like – you can't like you know if you can't do the hard thing then what's the point right? right like so i'm gonna do something every day that is really hard yeah and that can be it right yeah it's like it. It hard to sit in cold water no, it is. <laughs> or like be under a cold shower like that is hard so yeah, yeah awesome mm. i love that i think that's i think that's really important obviously mm. i mean yeah. I did a whole bloody episode about it so if anyone wants to go back and listen yeah get some inspiration yeah, again as we back. come into the warmer weather <laughs> yeah yeah go
1: back on that on that on that um cold therapy um podcast that was a yeah. good one Thank you. Um, what are some of my other ones i yeah so moving the body having cold showers um i have a bath once a week
0: okay So i have
1: my once a week bath i and,
0: love baths yeah How it's good so good i get yep. the candles
1: out salts magnesiums in it yes. but it's so funny so I do cold showers but then the bath i have like hot yeah like i like it really that's hot. your
0: relaxation
1: yeah so yes. it's time to like sit in with myself Um, And that's kind of like a bit of self-reflection time. And typically that's on like a Sunday for me where I don't like to think of like, oh, what have I done in the day? I like to think more about the week or even the fortnight Yeah, because there's so many days, right? There's less weeks and, and in the week you get the good day, you get the bad day, you get a mix. So then when I get to that Sunday, I sit in that bath. It's like, okay. How, how did I go this week, you know? And sometimes I'm in that bath just overthinking and that's just the way it goes. But <laughs> and that's
0: on that day. That's fine. And that's how it goes. <laughs>
1: it yeah, but it's a really, yeah. really nice time to just like sit with myself and be in the silence or, or play some music, whatever I want to do, or even a podcast. Yeah. Um, but just intentional time to sit with myself love and not that. do anything. I can't get out, right? I just stay in the bath. Yeah. Just have yeah. to stay in the bath. I think
0: that's really cool. Yeah. And I love that idea of like – I know it's such a thing, but people were talking about like a Sunday reset. And yeah. that, I think like mentally that's really important so that you can kind of go, like you said, being a very self aware person, evidently, yeah, you know, here's what's happened, whether that is the fortnight or the week or whatever, and here's how we're going to kind of start again this week and mm, I think that's mm. awesome and that kind of shift so that things don't get overwhelming yeah. I think is so important yeah it's like it's transition really cool. yeah yeah like and I'm you feel gonna like go. We start again yeah no, we start again it's fine and that can be daily really yeah. I mean if you want to have a bath every day I feel like that's pretty active yeah but I know you do you if that's what you want to do but yeah I really like that ritual with yourself yeah. I think that's really really cool it's good and I feel like self-care for men in particular right is right. so important yeah because I don't think that's something that's Pushed or has been pushed in the past, yeah, and it's definitely something that I think is more common now. Mm. But yeah, I think like even being in tune with your your emotions and mm. how you're feeling and stuff, yeah. and taking time just to do that for yourself is really cool.
1: Yeah, I I would say. I'm quite an emotional person. Yeah. I grew up with two sisters, so an older sister and a younger sister and a very loving mother and like a yeah. a super loving father as well. So, yeah, look, so I, nice. I feel like I lucked out in that sense, but it was very normal to express your emotions in our family household. And so I feel like that's something that I've sort of channeled through into my adult life as well to think like, I don't need to be ashamed about what I feel. I just need to sit with it and try and understand it. And that helps me to like go forward and then show up for other people. So other men in my life who I wanna um, be there for, you know, I can just explain, you know, hey mate, it's it's okay for you to sit with yourself and I don't yeah. know, get get your emotions out in a diary or um, sit in that bath or try and do that culture and prove it to yourself. So yeah, good call, man. I think, um I think there's definitely a, it's it's a growing thing that like men need to sit with their emotions a bit more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fitting today's actually are you okay day. So oh. it, I mean it's not coming out on the day that is are you okay day but I think yeah. that's that's really cool that there like go. there's all these movements now pushing and I know that's not just just for men in any in any sense that day mm. in particular but yeah I think it's It's an important part of it and promoting Mm. that is really cool. And that happens when people like you send me a message and come on these episodes (laughs) and promote it. And that's what we're doing. Yeah, thank you. We love it. No, thank you, Trent. Thank you. (laughs) On that, talking about mates and stuff, I mean, maybe that'll be your answer, maybe not. I'm not going to put mm. words in your mouth, but I want you to tell me a couple of relationships that you're really grateful for.
1: Yeah, I mean, key one is... Is my partner is yeah. is Briony. She's Lovely. um yeah, she's an awesome light in my life for sure. And she's, we're like proper buddies. Like we really spend a lot of time together. Like when we're at home together and we're not at work, we will often be doing something together. And I know that sounds like, oh, most couples do that. But we'll like we'll we'll probably be spending time with each other, which is really nice. I
0: don't think all couples do that. Right? You know, yeah, like and it's good to have
1: your time apart too. Yeah,
0: a million yeah. percent. But I think that like. I know that when I'm really busy and my partner's really busy mm. and we're kind of almost crossing over, and it's not till the end of the night that we're mm. kind of like, "Oh, hi! Like, how are oh, you? Hey. What are you doing?" But yeah? then also, you can spend two hours sitting and scrolling on your phone and not right. even paying attention to each other, right. which I think is pretty common, right? Yep. Like when you're tired, and you're like, "Oh, I just want to check out." Mm-hmm. So I think that is really cool. Mm. Really cool.
1: Yeah. So she's yeah, she's great. Like she's she's really on a bit of her own health journey at the moment and going through her own things of womanhood and um and and sort of. Not aging in the sense of she's getting old, but just she's her body's developing and she's trying to find the best ways that she can look after herself. And yeah. suddenly I'm learning ways that I can look after myself. So yeah, we have good focus on our nutrition. We're both we we both do like intermittent fasting most days or time okay. restricted eating, which is yes. probably an interesting subject to talk about too. My but
0: partner's just started doing that as yeah, well. Cool. It's a very big thing on Human Lab. Do you listen yeah. to him? Uh, well I, I
1: actually I actually listened to his so I started fasting because Brian's parents parents fast okay so they're like 60 years old right wow and they um it's funny i told them i'd give them a plug in they recently moved up to new south wales and they're on a little hobby farm that they've developed oh amazing so they were cooped up in lockdown they're like we want to get out yeah we want to go and grow our own food we want to keep sustainable yeah that's right i love that that's their thing so they're up in new south wales near marimbula
0: Beautiful, um, and
1: and and living on an awesome little hobby farm there. But they introduced us to fasting. Yeah. So her her mother and her father had this moment where they were like, "We need to take control of our health going into our uh, into our um, later years." Mm. And so they were thinking, you know, we've got all these grandchildren, we want to hang around, you know. Yeah. And oh my god, like it's it's. I need to say this as well though, that that fasting is not about starving yourself and denying yourself food. Mm. It's about finding a healthy way to balance when you eat food, not just what you eat as food. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so her father does really long fast most days. He'll he'll normally fast for twenty two hours before he eats. Wow. So he'll yeah. he'll perhaps stop eating around six o'clock and will only have pretty much only eat dinner. And that works for him. Mm. But for someone like Brian myself Younger bodies, faster metabolism, like it's just going so, you know, we'll probably fast anywhere from 16 to 20 hours. But again, it's not an everyday thing. It's how do I feel? Uh, what do I feel like my body needs? And then responding to that uh, around our eating habits. So, yeah. yeah, that nutritional focus is really important for us. Not nutrition there as such, but just when we're eating and then choosing what we eat is really important. So yeah, yeah, I
0: absolutely love that. And I think that's really cool. And maybe I should do an episode on that too. But yeah, that's, yeah Stratos has started doing that recently and he's absolutely loving it. And I love the individual factor there, right? Mm. Like what works for someone else doesn't necessarily work for you. Yep. And we have found that because he's been doing it. And I was thinking, oh, should I do that too? But- I would need to be doing it a different time because I mm. cannot not eat breakfast, right? So mm. I like am waking up and I often exercise in the morning and then I'm starving. Right. And it's like, so that's like he skips breakfast almost. Yes. doesn't skip, but he, you know, um, fast till 12 p.m. of that day. Perfect. And for me, like personally, that wouldn't work for me, yeah. right? I'm probably better off eating early and then stopping early. So mm. it is that thing where it's like you do just need to find what works for yourself. But I right. think that is a really cool cool point to make and i think um that sounds really lovely your relationship Mm. with your with your partner brian i think um that's really nice. And shout out to her parents up in near yeah. Maroombula. What yeah, are their names?
1: Uh, Tanya and Robert. Tanya and yeah. Robert. Well,
0: shout out to Tanya and Robert. They've,
1: they've got a YouTube channel because they're <gasps> documenting their journey, which is called Our Stony Creek Journey.
0: Our Stony Creek Journey. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm plugging into that. I'm going to yeah. put that in
1: the show notes. We're chucking it in really a million nice. percent. Because they want to showcase like this, th- just their thing, you know, like they're growing yeah. food and they're doing all these great things at this property, like this property they bought. It's beautiful. Mm. It's, it's like around 30 acres, I think, but... What they've done to it in, like, a year and a half baffles me. Amazing. Again, two – I'm not calling them old. But <laughs> yeah, they might hear this and be they, like, Tread. Yeah, yeah, but they're, <laughs> but they're double my age and yeah. they are working hard every day. Like, yeah. are, Rob's doing, like, thirty, like 20, 20 to 30,000 steps every day, just banging it out. That's awesome. Working hard. so How cool. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That is fantastic. Well,
0: yeah. if anyone is interested in that, you know, sustainable lifestyle and, yeah. and looking at any of that, which people are, like, that's such a huge thing, yeah. please go and uh, – can you plug it again? What's the name yeah. again? Yeah,
1: our. our Stony Creek journey.
0: Our Stony Creek journey yep. done. It'll be in the show notes. Um. All right. I want to know about a time when you were really proud of yourself.
1: Hmm. Probably. Okay. So recently we had the Victorian State Bouldering Titles. Cool. And I had I had quite a few kids coming through to compete, and seven of seven of the kids I coach ended up getting on the podiums, which is really cool. That's huge. And it's that was a really grounding moment for me that kind of confirmed why I want to be a coach and why I want to inspire young kids to embrace this like unique sport and and get sort of ahead of the game in Australia and really start committing to it. So, um, yeah. yeah, I had this moment at the end of the day where I had all the parents around and the kids and I was just thanking the parents because, you know, when I reflect on playing sport when I was younger – my parents were driving left, right. Like, I played everything. Oh,
0: my God, same. Yeah. I think about that, too. I used to get I'm middle child. You're middle child, too. I'm middle child, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you just yeah. get left places? Because I always got left places. Yeah, you yeah, just got be around. like, oh, I
1: forgot to pick that one up, and yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. me. <laughs> That's so funny. I guess I wasn't too much – I didn't suffer with that too much because my my, older, my sisters didn't play too much sport. Okay. So it's like all yeah, so it the was money you. was going towards yeah, what I was doing. Yeah, you're like,
0: thanks, Mum and Dad. Give it yeah, all yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, let's keep going. So <laughs> yeah. the
1: importance of parents – in sport, in, in, you know, for footy, for example, I know I know around the uh, the office space here, footy is like the thing. Footy's the thing. <laughs> and, and, <Yep. laughs> and, and so footy clubs and local footy clubs know how important it is to have the community on board. And that yeah. starts with the parents and then it extends to, you know, the siblings and the friends and all the rest of it. So anyway, I was, I was thanking the parents and saying, you know, it's you guys that do the driving. It's you guys that, that pay for your kids to do this kind of thing. And then, I, and then one of the fathers came out and said, you know, it's really important that we thank Trent. He had this vision and blah, blah, blah. And he said this really heartfelt message. And I just like... <gasps> It was like so much was bottled up in me and I just started like bawling my eyes out. Oh, and I was just so in front of nice. everyone. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? But I was like, you know what? This feels good. Like yeah. this is, these are like happy tears. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really, really empowering to just, just do that in front of the kids as well and show them that it's okay to like feel into your emotions too. No, you that's percent. what I reflected on after. Yeah. And so that was my proud moment is that I'd started this program, this under 12s program at, at, at the lab. And it's been like a year in the making and then we got kids on the podium. Not to say that that's important to win, yeah. but if you have fun, the, the the good stuff, the wins, they probably just follow along. Yeah. And that's been my whole thing with coaching these kids is like, you must have fun. You must enjoy this. You know, yeah. you want to love coming to do this. You don't want to love coming to do it. You don't want to do it as a chore, right? Yeah. It's this think of like my parents are making me do this, which is important to have this like relationship between – for me it's like the golden triangle of like I'm at the top, I'm the coach, and then the parents are on the other corner and then the kids are on the other corner and we need to make this like work. Yeah. Other, otherwise otherwise we're going to get burnout or someone's going to get burnout and we're not going to be able to do this anymore. Yeah.
0: Love that. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool talking as well about – Thanking the parents in particular, mm, but yeah. also that this kind of community action and getting kids involved in physical activity in particular, mm. it really doesn't work unless everyone is involved, right? right? And I think coming from like a, a teaching perspective and being a PE teacher where PE has not been something that has been... Um, easily not maybe not easily accessible but definitely not something popular especially after covid and like the push to get more kids involved in sport is so bloody important and like you said like there's dropout rates from about the ages of 14 to 15 i think is so um common where mm. kids lose interest or don't want to do things anymore and really making sure that they have fun with mm. what they're doing because like you said there's no bloody point doing it if people aren't having fun i think yeah So, so important. I loved, this was a little while ago, right? You said this, but I think it relates to this point as well that um, it's really cool when people are tricked into doing exercise Mm. and like having the community. And I love that idea. I had Will, another guy on a How's Your Head episode recently, and he said, you know, Mon, I know you're a runner. I hate running, but I love going and kicking the footy with my mates. Like that's Mm. how I get my exercise. And that's fun Mm. and that's enjoyable. And it's also social and it's, it's not even necessarily playing a game of footy it's just going out and finding like a recreational area that you might have buddy put in the city somewhere mr yeah. planner and then <laughs> day, like, yeah like then that's you know that's getting exercise i think we've we've got this like gym culture on instagram and online i think yeah. this is something that's really been prevalent in the last few years and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that right like if that's mm. the exercise you love that's awesome but i just think it doesn't necessarily have to be this like big hustle all
1: the time right right it's it's like i think a lot of people come into the climbing gym and they and you ask them you know like you know you know why did you get your membership why why are you here now climbing and they're like oh i had a gym membership and it just wasn't cutting it out for me because you know we think about health it's like you do your physical health but you need to hit that mental and social sort of development as well yeah um and to me that's what the what climbing is sort of filling that void compared to a normal gym right so i was at a I was at a normal gym before, I'm not gonna say normal, I'm gonna say just like a generic yeah. Lifting space, a fitness center, whatever you want to call yeah. it. You Resistance
0: know? training yeah. based gym. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And
1: there's a lot of, <laughs> it's like quite a male dominated space as well, in my opinion, from from my perspective and experience. A lot of
0: testosterone flying around. A lot
1: of testosterone don't think flying around. I there's anything wrong with that, but no. it's not everyone's space. That's right, yep. exactly. And so you want to make sure that those spaces can be accessed by all people of the community, not just a specific person yeah. or a specific kind of group of people who, um, I don't know, Uh, just maybe high school mates who come in and they're very macho and they're very keen to sort of like show how strong they can be to each other and I don't think that's the best way to go about thinking about your health you know like surely you want to just support your friends and be in a supportive environment which is what I see in climbing so Mm. you know people you come in and you get a coffee and you sit down you have a climb and you might go for a stretch and then come back down and then go sit outside for a little bit and you get like a day pass so you could come in the morning you could go get lunch with your mates and then you could come back and keep climbing if you want
0: that's really cool yeah super cool yeah yeah like make a day of it make a day of it i think that is going back to that thing of like if anyone listening hasn't tried it go and bloody try it because it's really cool really fun or even if it's not climbing right like Find that thing that is fun for you mm. and don't feel like exercise needs to be a pressure of high intensity at all times. Mm. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. It, it Moving your body can be so simple. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be crazy and you can have so many different activities that allow you to to either work up a sweat or get your body moving, even if it is at a slow pace. Just you you do you
1: know? yeah,
0: walk With your so mates. Nice. I love the hot girl walk movement. I think oh, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah, hot girl walk movement. So fun. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Hot boy walk movement as yeah, well, yeah. If, anyone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to join that too. You know, it's all good. <laughs> um, No, I love that. I think that's so important. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Tell me a heart-happy moment that you've had recently. I love this question. It's one of my favourites mm. where kind of makes you think about something really positive that has happened and, yeah, I want to hear yours.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because it's similar to like what are you proud of but I think like being in your heart space and really it's like that thing that like really unlocks that sensation of like, oh, it just feels so good about this. Yeah. And I think for me that was probably like – I'm choosing not to go to my graduation because it costs so much money.
0: Oh, my God. It's like it's like,
1: it's like a couple hundred dollars to go and just stand in a big crowd a football stadium. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. What
0: uni did you go to? I
1: went to RMIT. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah I went to ACU and it was like right. this full, obviously it's a religious university. Yep. It was like this whole ceremony. Mm. And then you're literally there for like one millisecond mm-hmm. on the stage. You're like, yep. shake hands. And then you're sitting down watching everyone else for like so long.
1: Yeah. And you and get like, your pick, you get your pick up there. Yeah, and you're like, all right, it's like see the
0: novelty of it is like nice. Yeah. But honestly, for money dollar bills, like nah, not Jesus Christ, we just paid $40 million for my degree. Why do I have to pay for this? I as know. well? So so sorry, f-
1: side note there. <laughs> yeah, so on that, finishing my all my studies, it was like a really heart happy moment for me. Like Love that. if I if I if you told like the Trent in high school that he was gonna go like uni was just not on the cards for me. Yeah. I just in high school, like I did not think I was going to do that. Like, to me, it was like, how would I even do that? Like, yeah. I've struggled so hard in this classroom here. And in my young brain, I was like, surely the uni's harder. Mm. And like, how would I ever even get to that thing? So, yeah, so I th- it's been a long journey. Like, I had to do I had to do a diploma before I went and studied my undergrad. Yep. And so I studied a diploma in photo imaging. Um, I was really into photography in high school. And, again, just, like, didn't pursue, like, anything in mm-hmm. arts at school, which now reflecting on that in hindsight, I probably would have done something more arts-based. Yeah. But anyway, so I did that. That got me my ticket to go into my undergrad and then and then I've just finished it. So it's been about a, like a six-year journey, you know, yeah. which is quite a long time. Huge. Um, so, yeah, my like, mum my and dad are like so proud of me, which like feels really nice. There's something really nice about knowing how much support they've given me over the years, like I said to you, taking me to sport, picking me up from parties, taking me to wherever I need to go and supporting me through all avenues of my life and then being able to say to them, hey, you were a big part of this and I managed to complete this thing that I'm I'm so happy for myself as well. It's like I'm like... I, I'm just happy that they enjoy it too. Yeah, like my mom is lovely. so stoked for me because they, as well, are like it's crazy that you did it because we just never thought you would because yeah. you you were crazy in high school, you know. So yeah, um, that's that's my happy moment finishing my studies. I'm I'm psyched. I'm so psyched to have finished it.
0: Oh, I love that, and you should be proud of yourself. I feel like there is a bit of a thing of like, oh, everyone gets a degree and blah blah blah, and it's mm. like it's bloody hard work. Oh, it yeah. is hard work. It's dedication. You have to be so disciplined, mm. and I think that is really awesome. It is really really cool. I love like highlighting that too that you d- didn't necessarily go in that like conventional way obviously if few years out of school you went and got a diploma first like there's always a way right i think yep. like if if you want to get that education and you you really want to do something else mm-hmm. like You're never too old. You're never too silly or whatever the maybe limiting factor that you've got on yourself is. Like there's always an option, right? And whether that is doing a diploma first, whether there's Mm. like a certain test you have to do, whether there's, you know, something else to get some work experience up and then join. Like it's, yeah, I think it's really, really cool to – like promote that too because yeah. it you don't have to know what you want to do at eighteen no. like we talked about at exactly. the start right like who does I didn't no no way but if you
1: but if you if you looked at you know if you did the classic like you know what did what did your high school um, version of yourself say they wanted to do uh, there would be a small percentage of people who I think would be doing that thing that they said they would yeah and so the important thing to remember there is that like you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be developing, right? Like life changes. Mm-hmm. You're living here, you're living there. You're working at this spot, you're doing this job. You're you're with this person, you're with that person. Like it's everything changes. So if you can be open to learning not only about the thing that you're involved in but also like learning about yourself, yeah. right, you're going to thrive because mm. you're making yourself more resilient for your next scenario. But um, I can't remember which – I can't remember what his name was but there was someone in here who – um you you did a pod with and he was saying that he enjoyed being in uncomfortable situations because he that was when he could identify that he was learning a lot and that he was yeah. developing himself
0: i feel like that would have been Zach.
1: maybe maybe, maybe. i've
0: had One i've of the literally boys. had every single you had them
1: all in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I came up the stairs and i looked up and i'm just like hey yeah, what's going I on boy, voice, yeah, yeah, i know your yeah, voice i know your voice yeah 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 um, I love so that. yeah always learning to be done i love yeah. that it's like yeah. even in the hard stuff like like, Bronnie and I bought a van recently, and it's, oh, cool. but it's a manual, and we haven't driven a manual before. I
0: can teach you. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm not manual driver. Yeah. See, that's what I mean.
1: There's like, and then some I'll people go, over. and then there's like people like yourself say it, and then I'm like, damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm like, go you go can drive a manual. So even that is like, I'm stressed about it. I'm like, I just want to get in this thing and go somewhere, but I'm having to like step back a bit. Yeah, and then. But learning about it, suddenly when I know how to do manual and it's seamless, I'll just be like, And if it's
0: any consolation, like I had no choice, right? Both my parents drove manual cars. So when I was learning... That was all. That was the only option it. I had. I used to stop on hills and cry yeah, because I was dang. so scared of <laughs> like stalling and rolling back. Yeah, it didn't like if it happened, who cares? But like, it's such a funny, stressful thing yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um. So yeah, don't worry. If you if you have a little cry, I did yeah. the exact same yeah. thing. But um. Yeah. If you want any lessons, just yeah. let me know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Mom's gonna start a driving school soon. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No one
0: wants to learn manual? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hit me up.
1: <laughs> but it's <laughs> like so I, good. I think with that as well. I'm a very visual thinker Yeah, and I always – not always. Sometimes I find it hard to be really present with what's going on. Mm. Like my, my brain goes so fast. I'm a very busy brain. So, for instance, in bed last night, like I just couldn't sleep very well. I started thinking about driving the manual car. <laughs> and, then I th- and then I thought about me going out of my driveway and driving in my local area. And then, like you say, being on a hill and having to do a hill start and being like, oh, my, oh my God, God, what's oh my going God, on? My God. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm in bed. Yeah, I'm why? not even there. That, yeah. that hasn't even happened, you know. So, honestly, like the, the power of your brain in terms of like <laughs> g- either giving you confidence or taking away that confidence away from you to do something is so interesting. So, like, yeah. I, just for anyone, like the next time you're having that thought of like, can I do it? Don't think about it too much. Maybe just like write it down somewhere.
0: Oh, I love that. I tell you what, I've been trying and I use trying because as I said, this is my whole brain is a work in progress as, as is everyone's. Um, I'm very much worst case scenario. So mm. my thing would be, if I was in your position, I'd be like, I can't drive because I'm going to roll back and hit someone and then I'm going to get sued. And then, like, yep. that is my thinking pattern. Yep. And I've been trying to do the best case scenario. Like, mm. every time I think about anything, all right, what's the best case scenario going to be? So much so that I've started, like, journaling. Like, here's something I'm stressed about. What is the best case scenario? Let's write down the best case. Because... And it's honestly, it's helping Good so much. Good on that you. That is something that I found as someone who is like a chronic overthinker. Mm. Same thing, I would do the same. I'd be lying in bed being like, oh my God, I've got to do this tomorrow and I'm so stressed and blah, 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 which mm. I know is not, you know, we're not alone on that as no, well. I'm sure no, there's I plenty totally of people you on listening. That. I totally relate um, to you. Yeah, that's been really, really helpful for me. So nice one. if anyone needs a little yeah. hot tip, Maybe you can try it next time you are stressed no, out. I really like What's that. That's my best case. Yeah. I drive around, I don't stall once. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. We're on the road by yeah. bloody November. When are you are you planning a trip or something?
1: We're, we're planning on we're gonna do Christmas up at the we call it the farm like yes. where Stony Creek is yeah, so we'll, cool. be, we'll be going up to the farm for Christmas so all of Briony's family she's got three brothers yeah she's the youngest Fine. um yeah three older brothers yeah Briony she's, <laughs> she's strong though because of that yes I swear, of course. Like, I family dynamic I don't want to get in any tiff with Briony because she'll just beat me up she's so strong <laughs> um, but like,
0: she's used to it yeah yeah
1: so um yeah so we're going to go up in December so I just need to be like well-versed with the manual. Then. look I yeah. think like a worst case scenario I had to do it I think I could like I've only I've only had like a handful of goes out like my dad legend yeah has been like I'm like hey mate like can you come to my house tomorrow and like help me driving yeah sure <laughs> no worries he's like the most selfless person he just yeah. rocks out how hey, you going he's so calm as well like, oh, that's what you need that's as what well. you need because you can't the- have stressful energy I don't you need cannot. stressful mum. No, I need right. chill dad. <laughs> I need chill dad at all times. <laughs> yeah. My driving experience was
0: much the same. Much yeah. the
1: same. <laughs> yeah, your dad taught your dad, you. Relaxed. Yeah, he must have. He was, was like,
0: have... yeah, like, no worries, just do this. Yeah. And mum, not that she was, like, not calm, but yeah. I think I was just more stressed around him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> <And> my, <laughs> I think my mum would be okay. She, She just... I don't know. I think she's like me. She's an overthinker. Yeah. So she's like, perhaps she's making would she's make a big thing. We are in this bad situation. Yeah, yeah, it'd be so funny. Oh uh, so no, good. good stuff. No, I
0: love that though, and I love like trying new stuff. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. You know, you're never too old to body learn how to drive a manual no, either, right? Like who cares? Have a crack. See how you go. You stall ten times on the road, doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever.
1: That's awesome. But um it's but for me it's also the fear of what other people think of me yeah it's not like it's not all just like I failed and I thought about that recently just the psychology around like us all being in cars and me having studied urban planning I think it's so interesting that we like our whole my whole role in as in transport was to like how can we try and shift people from using cars to getting on public transport or using share modes of of car use and things like that and Mm it's so easy to choose the car because it's convenient. Yeah. Like even when you messaged me to come here, you're like, hey, you can park here, here and here. Yeah, I just assume. Yeah, you just I'm assume, like, yeah, assume you're that catching, you're going to use your car.
0: catching the car. What am I saying? You're driving your car.
1: <laughs> but in Melbourne especially, like we are yeah. a car-centric city, but I, I'm, I'm worried about not doing manual well on the road because I don't want someone to be like, Honk at me and your crap and all the rest of it. And then that's me being like, oh, I'm so worried about other people's opinions of me. Mm. And I need to actually just stay centered and be like, I'm just doing my best. Yeah,
0: I'm trying my best. I can't do anything else. A million percent. I can go across everything, right? Like, especially when you're doing something new or something that, like, makes you a bit uncomfortable. Like, it's so important. And that's like, again, like, I speak about this all the bloody time. But, like, just being bloody nice to other people as well. And that's something that on the road is, like...
1: I know like not good. People think they're good. in like
0: a bubble and no yes. one can touch him. It's like no, you're actually yes. like this. Like, but what happens if you get out and you're face to face with someone? You I would know. not do those things. Like you, most people, I would assume, would be like, oh, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, good but it's call. Like, it's crazy no, how like how weird we get in a car, and I am yeah. guilty of that too. Yeah. Don't you worry? Um, not to say I'm like a fantastic driver. I'm not a bad driver, but I wouldn't yeah. say I'm yeah. like freaking the best on the, on the spectrum <laughs> of sure excellence I'm, yeah, right? yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I make lots of mistakes on the road yeah, sometimes yeah. too but yeah. um yeah it's it's so funny to think about that's probably like a cool thing to dive into like the psychology of being in a car and like yeah. what that does to
1: you yeah I don't know about you but I like I like talk to myself in my car a lot oh
0: I have genuine full-blown conversations yeah. and then I am like people can probably see me and then I get the isn't This, or this is yeah. so funny I yeah. get self-conscious that like If I stop, people will be like, oh, she was talking to herself. But if I keep going, people are going to think I'm on a phone call. Right. So I'm like, I just have to keep going. Yeah, just keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I did it the other day and I was like at the lights. I was like thinking about how I'd respond to some questions Uh, here. And I was like, (laughs) blah, 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 saying all these things. And then like I looked to my left and there's this guy there and I just like stopped. Like, I just oh looked God. at him, looked back at the front, and was like, all right, it's all good. It's like, how do I turn around and say to the person, I'm rehearsing for a podcast? Yeah, what do you, Get you don't, don't back, even man. know me, you don't yeah. even know what I'm doing. And then he turns around and goes, Hey, I'm not even judging you. And you're like, Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. I, I can talk. just talk to myself yeah, I, can I can just talk to and myself." Either. And, and to actually,
0: myself, that guy know? probably didn't even, he was probably, like, no. Oh, he's on a phone call. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so, so funny. funny. We were yeah. talking about this before in the office that, like, no one has an original experience. Like we are no. all so connected in right. like what we're doing. There's so many like TikToks and social media posts about it. Like mm. you think you've had an original experience as a kid or with your partner or whatever and then someone will make like a meme about it and everyone's like, oh my God, same. And you're yeah. like, what? You're, you're like, like what? everyone
1: does this? Like yeah, that's so funny. It's so interesting.
0: I love it. Humans. I think it's cool. Human connection, hey? Connection. Mm. We love it. We love you it. We love it. All right, Trent, final question. Yep. I'm trying to think of like a scenario. Let's think one day, you can't go climbing. Oh, no. Whatever reason it is, you just can't go. It's not happening today. <laughs> yep. You're feeling a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. You put on a song to, to cheer you up. What mm-hmm. is it?
1: Um, so More songs. You can pick more. Yeah, I've got two and they're from the same Dad. artist.
0: Oh, I love that. Um,
1: So the first one is blue colored mountain okay by an artist called sismon so that's s-y-z-m-o-n and the other one is medusa by the same artist so m-e-d-u-s-a
0: amazing okay Um, and why those
1: so okay so i love spotify radio because you cool. can just go can on gr- a tangent yes. of finding new music, and it's just incredible. Like awesome. my mum thinks it's the best. Thing. I showed her radio; <laughs> her mind blew up. She had, n- she was, she couldn't fathom that there was a, this phone mm. could just give her all these options based on things she liked. Yeah, to her it just didn't make sense. It's so So cool. anyway, Spotify radio banger, and I found Blue Colored Mountain. And I started researching into the – not researching, but I read the little bio of the artist. Yeah. And he was an Australian artist. I'm pretty sure he's Australian. Oh, cool. But he he actually – this is getting a little bit sad, but he actually passed Mm. away and his music was popular after he had passed away.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. And that just
1: like – that just really like got to me because I was like – yeah, suddenly it's like I wondered whether because of his passing – yeah. It was. Beca- it became popular and even in that I think it's quite beautiful mm. that it's like respecting his memory and respecting his talent and, and so I think when I found the song on Spotify, it, he only had like a couple of hundred thousand listeners and now he has like 700,000 listeners. So it's like yeah, he's had this yeah. resurgence into his music. So a shame but also quite beautiful that yeah, something story. is being left behind. Yeah, so they're, they're really good songs. They really are like – just good like road trip song If you want to feel good on the road You feel a bit stressed in a manual van maybe <laughs> You're like to calm me down <laughs> yeah, 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 You've or... just
0: stalled on the road You need to yeah. get yourself back up yeah, again <laughs> Yeah, back on
1: the playlist So um, yeah. yeah, they're my songs They're really wow. good
0: Wow, yeah, he is Australian mm. oh, Sorry, I'm just looking at it like a Wikipedia of him here But yep. his younger brother Dom Is the drummer in Gang of Youths Oh Isn't that so interesting? Whoa There you go well, That's what it says on here anyway Don't right. like I'm
1: This is Wikipedia
0: Sorry, I don't know Yeah, yeah New but segment wow. on uh, the
1: ills of Wikipedia Uh, But no, Wikipedia's all right. Quick fix there.
0: Jeez, that is really interesting. Mm. Well, as people know... Go straight on the playlist. So mm. how's your head pump up music? I bloody love. It. I say it every time, mm. but I love it. I love mm. that playlist. I listen to it all the time. I think it's just a really cool. Like there's no set genre. It's like everyone's ideas in there, and every song has a bit of a story behind it for each mm. person that's come on here. And I think that is really really cool. So make sure if you haven't checked that out, the uh, link is going to be in the show notes as well as a few other links. So make sure you check all of those out that we've mentioned this this episode as well. I'm yeah, I'm stoked with this. This has been a bloody wonderful chat. It's been mm. so nice to catch up with you. Yeah. I feel like we could honestly talk for hours. I know. Like, how cool. Yeah. Um, I can't thank you enough for, you know, you t- like, I don't think people understand. Like, you take the time, anyone who comes in here takes the time to, you know, out of your day, your day off, to come and chat with me and come all the way into Richmond and mm. hang out. And I just, I was saying this to Trent before we, we came on here, but I can't do this without you guys, listeners, I also can't do it without people like you, Trent, who actually mm. offer it up to say, hey, I want to come on because I feel like I want to help out in, in some way or I feel like I've got a message to share. And I think mm. that is so important. So I cannot say thank you enough. Thank you.
1: No, Times thank, 10. thank you. <laughs> I think it's classic for people to be at this point and they thank you. And I think it's kind of the same that I think you having this podcast and having this How's Your Head segment is really, it's its real, it's authentic then that's what I think is really important about the the sort of online media realm is that things are authentic. Yeah. And when I've been listening to previous episodes and suddenly was like, oh, this is really cool, I was like the reason being was because it was authentic. Yeah. And so good on you for like you mentioned at the start, sometimes it feels bold to be making these changes in your life and you're a teacher but you want to do this and, yeah. and, and you've got this, we've got the same sort of brain there. Yeah. Um, you're doing a good job. You're Thank keeping you. goals. Thank so. you. No, and I appreciate yeah.
0: all the support. I bloody love that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I hope everyone who listens to this on your side of the world enjoys as well. I know it's very exciting to hear people who you know on podcasts. Yeah, so this is yeah. cool. And shout out to, say it again, I should have written it down, Stony Creek. Our,
1: yeah, the, the YouTube channel is called Our Stony Our Creek Stony Journey. Our Stony Creek
0: Journey. Shout yeah. out to them too, because yeah. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excited yeah. to listen. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny little <laughs> Thanks, Trent. I'll see you soon.
1: Cheers. Bye.
0: Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening and of course if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me make sure you come and follow me at the health classes you missed on instagram or thcym and how's your head on tiktok i've actually got two tiktok accounts now so make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content thanks guys see you later